The text that calls for our attention this Christmas evening comes to us from Isaiah chapter 7. For the prophet Isaiah says, A virgin shall give birth and shall call his name Emmanuel. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A story is told about a man who loved old books. He met an acquaintance who told him that he had just thrown away an old Bible that had been stored in the attic of his ancestral home for generations. I couldn't read it, the friend explained. Somebody named Guten something had printed it. Not Gutenberg, the book lover exclaimed in horror. If so, that Bible would have been one of the first books ever printed on earth. Why, a copy of it just sold for almost $2 million. His friend was still rather unimpressed. He said, well, mine wouldn't have even brought a dollar because some fellow named Martin Luther had scribbled all over it in German." He had no idea the value of what he had. In the Christmas season, it seems that there is one word that is more prevalent than any other word. You can go into almost any store that sells decorations for this season, and you can find different kinds of decorations that will be emblazoned with that one word, believe. And we as Christians resonate with that sentiment. For we understand that this time is a sacred time to be able to think about what our faith is all about. We know that it is a time to meditate upon the one in whom we place our fear, love, and trust. We gather for extra services like this one in order that we may never forget what the reason for this season is. We gather that our faith might be strengthened. We gather to give thanks. We gather to believe. And on an evening like this, the simple story of Christ's birth can seem like more than enough to sustain our faith. As we hold the candles in our hands and sing Silent Night, we truly believe that there is joy in the world because of what happened in that little town of Bethlehem. The message of the herald angels resonates in our souls in this bleak midwinter. And we are ready to go and tell it on a mountain. It is as if our faith is burning just as strong as the candle in our hands. But it doesn't always feel quite that perfect every other day. Not to mention during the long nights, does it? I mean, keeping the faith can on certain days seem like quite a substantial task. The real world, as we call it, comes crashing down with all of its force, blowing out the candle in our hand and splashing hot wax onto them. It can feel as if everything has suddenly gone dark. And often when such darkness descends, we think that there needs to be something striking 
happen. Something that would really show everyone that God is still active. Something that could bring the brightness of faith back into our lives. And often when we feel this way, we cry out to God. And we ask him to give us a sign or signs in order that we might know that he still loves us. That he still acts for us. That he still comes to save us. I bet if you ask most people on a normal day, if there was anything that could happen that would make their faith even stronger than it is now, or perhaps it might cause an unbeliever to consider belief, what that might be, they would say they would need to see a sign. They would need a miracle. They would need something to happen that could not happen without, or there would be no other explanation for it apart from that God himself had brought it to be. So what about you? Have you ever wanted a sign? Did you maybe read and hear tonight that reading from Isaiah 7 and think it would be all right if God came to you and said, ask me for any sign that you want. Have you ever wanted a miracle because you thought then it would finally drive away those doubts that come when life is hard? Could you look at a diagnosis of cancer and be still? If you only had a sign that you could reflect on that was truly magnificent, could you make it through that rough patch in your marriage? If only there was some sort of miracle that made clear that God was real and that he loved you? Could you endure the loneliness? If only there was something that had happened to let you know that indeed Jesus did truly love you, just like that song you used to sing as a child told you. Do you feel like you need a sign? Do you feel that you need a miracle? Well, I'm here to tell you you already have one. You see, we often forget that one of the greatest signs of God's love and care is precisely what we gather here tonight to ponder. Although we can be tricked into thinking that this service is all about the singing of familiar carols and the points of light twinkling in our hands, really it is all about the historical event that inspired all of those carols. That event that brought light into the world just like that light on top of our candles. The real sign given to us by God is the actual historical event that we are gathered to ponder. The birth of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Just as God told Ahaz back in his day, he tells us tonight... The Lord himself will give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And maybe we've heard this story too many times that we forget just how miraculous everything about it is. Maybe it's become to us like that Gutenberg Bible scribbled in by Martin Luther. Something that truly is of great value but that we don't value as much as we should. 
So how is the birth of Jesus a sign? How is it a miracle? I mean, after all, babies are born every day. Well, first, let us remember that it's not really Joseph and Mary who are having a child. Perhaps we think sometimes that it makes the story not so family-friendly if we emphasize Mary's virginity, but the scriptures will not let us forget about it. You see, we are to remember when we hear that, that what happens there in Bethlehem is a miracle. Virgins do not give birth. It doesn't happen. But with God, all things are possible. No, what is happening there in that manger is not just an unlikely event. It is an impossible event had not God been involved. Without his spirit, there is no birth, period. That there is a baby born this night from a virgin is the very definition of a miracle, the very definition of a sign. And so there you have your sign. The sign is truly even more grand than that. So grand it's hard to imagine. For that baby is not only a sign because it is given, was given birth to by a virgin, but also because that baby is born from above. Yes, Isaiah tells us that one of the baby's names will be Emmanuel, which means God with us. So yes, not only is that tiny baby in the manger born of a virgin, but that tiny baby in the manger is God himself, wrapped up in human skin. With the birth of this baby, God is with his people in the most profound way, in a way that could not even be fully imagined until it happened. God is with his people carrying the same flesh and blood that they carry every day. Yes, born of a virgin, a sign. Born from above, God himself in the flesh, a miracle. And to round it all out, that baby, he's born for you. Yes, this one comes to offer his life for you in order that you might live forever being freed of all of your sins. Our epistle reading says it this way, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. Do you wonder sometimes if God still loves you, still acts for you, still comes to save you? Do you need a sign? Well, you have one. The Lord himself has given you a sign. Behold, the virgin has conceived and bore a son, and his name is Emmanuel. Born of a virgin, born from above, born for you. Don't throw away this sign just because it's rather ancient and perhaps a little too familiar. Take it out tonight. Look at it, stare at it, treasure it anew. For it is the sign you need. And it's more valuable than anything else you have. Amen.